Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Booker's. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how are you doing today? I can't complain. You know, it's now officially past week one of the NFL uh, season starting. Yep, we're, um, we're in. I was just at the Bengals and Vikings game. Finally in Good it. Good game. We're finally in it. Yeah, uh, but you know what, Andy? I like to typically I like to to exchange pleasantries with you and all that. But I am just you so excited about this one. Part. I want to dump jump right in. Uh, today we are going to be tasting Booker's. We actually have a bottle of the Tagalong batch. I believe it was one of the two 2021 releases. I believe so far. The, so the second, yeah, of two so batches, exactly really so, so far. far. Yeah, so far. Um, so I, I pass on the first one. Couldn't pass on the second one. It is very expensive, yeah. uh, so I decided to uh, you know pass on the first one. But then I saw the second one. I was like, I just got to, I got to grab it. So uh, without further ado, why don't we just jump right in? Let's tell them everything they need to know about Booker's. Of course. So kind of as we mentioned last week with Baker's, um, Booker's is one is the fourth of the four small batch releases that we've tried in Jim Beam's. Um, small batch series uh, of course the other ones we've already tried you know last week was bakers and then i want to say about this time last year were both knob creek and uh basil hayden's uh that we did and it was the first of the four to actually be introduced into the lineup um back all the way back in 1988 um by book or no the eponymous um founder of the brand under the Jim Beam label. Um, you know, it was founded by him back then in 1988 um, and started out their whole, arguably started out their whole uh, small batch craze as well as the whole small batch bourbon craze in America. Um, Yep. And it was, of course, the first one that Jim Beam as a whole had ever created. Um, and it kind of started that craze in America to do that. And it, Booker himself was actually, or, well, was the grandson of Jim Beam, of course, of legendary bourbon fame. Um, and he grew up learning the trade of bourbon distilling and heritage and everything. Um, at the distillery, the Jim Beam Distillery. Uh, and of course, eventually he ended up becoming the sixth uh, generation master distiller of Jim Beam. Uh, and, you know, of course now has been succeeded by his son and current master distiller, uh, Fred Noe, uh, back in around, I want to say the early 2000s, around 03 or 04, was when that formally that handoff happened. As far as I know, at least. Um, because around 04 was when Booker himself died, unfortunately. And he was an absolute, you know, legend in the bourbon industry, along with, you know, the names of Eddie and Jimmy Russell, among others. Right. Um, over there at Wild Turkey. Um, and it was something that really, as I kind of mentioned earlier, the idea for small batch bourbon 
uh, was something at least that Jim Bean um, was kind of just originally a gift to close family and friends. Um, and the idea, this was kind of where the idea for Booker's at least um, sprouted out of was it was just a gift for very, very close family and friends um, to celebrate, you know, like the end of this, the distilling season or end of the year, like special holidays, you know, Christmas or New Year's, anything like that. Hmm. Um, and it was something that, you know, Booker's itself at least, um, this is kind of what sprouted it in 1988, was it was something that they were like, you should, like, this is such a good distilled bourbon that you should release it to the mass public. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, now it obviously has become that, only releasing it about, I think, a thousand cases worldwide to the mass public. Hmm. Um, in the Booker's name. I think in, the, in each batch that they release every year, I think it's only about a thousand uh, cases. So maybe only about 4,000 cases a year now. In 2021, um, so maybe only you know four thousand cases as of now because they only release four batches a year currently, at least. Right. Um, so you're was, saying there's like so you're saying they they release thousand cases or was it a thousand? I think it's it's either a thousand cases a year or a thousand cases per batch. Okay. I don't distinctly know, but. In my impression, based on what I've read, it's a thousand cases per batch that they release. Gotcha. So four thousand a year. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is the this is the second of the of the four uh, batches, and I do not believe the third one has been released yet. As far as I've seen, no. Even per uh, Jim Beam and Booker's website, it has not formally been announced or released. Yeah. Got to be coming up soon, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be coming up soon. Probably in August or September. It's had to have been released, but yeah. It's, you know, when I typed up notes, like, end of August, first week of September, it has yet to be announced. So, gotcha. I don't formally know, but we can update at a later point. Yeah. Um, and it was something that, you know, each batch, um, you know, of course, has been hand-selected originally by Booker before his passing. And then now by Fred No, um, you know, it's always been hand-selected by one of them, too. Using the choicest barrels, um, hand-selected from pretty much the center of the uh, maturation warehouses that they have, um, both in terms of center of, like, the centermost rack stack, rack house stacks, and centermost, um, you know, the centermost points in those warehouses um, to create in their opinion, the most ideal Jim Beam product as far as a small batch can go. Gotcha. Um, to quote their website. You know, and this is something, as I kind of mentioned there, it's something that this is where they believe the best Jim Beam barrels can be found due to the both the heat and humidity in their warehouses being at the ideal and best um, levels for their finest bourbons. Gotcha. And it's something that, you know, of course, they always try and hand select them to be the best barrels and the finest aged barrels. Um, Each one typically is 
each barrel at least that goes into the small batches and i think even to into their little book batches is um aged between about six and eight years and they never cut it never filter it it's always uncut and unfiltered at barrel strength uh non-chill filtered and pretty much between i think when they initially released it in about 1988 to 1992 when the first ones were released um until now in 2021 second batch have always been um released between about 121 to 130.6 proof so anywhere between about 60 and a half to uh 65.3 percent alcohol by volume yep and it looks like all four batches this year are set to be released at 127.3 proof including the one we're trying today all right that sounds good and it's something that of course you know because of this being at least as far as beam goes barrel strength um bourbons you know they recommend for their desiring best and best tasting effects to taste it one of three ways either neat over ice or with just a few drops of water to achieve the best tasting notes that bookers can achieve hmm. and it's something that you know they have multiple different um offerings a year Originally, it started out at about six offerings a year, but in about 2016 or 2017, it was something that they kind of realized like they could not sustain the six releases a year while also pricing it at the level that they were pricing it. So in about 2017, they moved it back to about four offerings a year and started increasing the price from about 60 or 70 dollars a bottle to 70 to 80 and now at about 80 to 90 dollars at least of the as of the tag along batch yep this one um, was a nine this one was 90 dollars yeah you know at about 80 to 90 bucks per bottling that you can find at least as of cincinnati prices yeah at least at cincinnati where i bought it it was 90 bucks yeah and it's something that you know of course being a small batch or a single barrel they've of course released their fair share of specialty releases you know they had a at least a 25th year and a 30th year um offerings that were about 10 years to 12 years in age and 130 ish proof they were at the higher end of those proofing ages um and at least the 25th anniversary that was released in uh 2014 uh which was a 10-year three-month-old product at uh, 130.8 proof was something that arguably might have been the last barrels that booker no himself had ever actually laid down in their wreck houses um so those if you can find those ones from 2014 it was batch 2014 01 uh barrels 10 years, three months at 130.8 proof. Those might be the most highly, in my opinion, the most highly sought after ones that you can find because those might have been the high, like the last ones that 
Booker himself ever released, gotcha. or at least at least ever put down in barrels. At least this try. At least this bottle of the the tag along batch, as I mentioned, it's one twenty seven. This actually it's actually one twenty seven point nine proof, and it's aged six years, five months, and zero yeah. days. Okay. Okay. This specific bottle. Yeah, and so exactly, and so that bottle that we're trying today is um you know as you mentioned all that specific information for it aged about six years five months uh, and this is the tagalong batch for 2021 aka uh, batch 2021-02 yep um uh the, the, i actually have a little bit of the batch story here it, it comes on a little card released um by the master distiller uh the batch story the second release of booker's uh bourbon 2021 collection is the booker's tagalong batch the 202102 as you mentioned the batch celebrates the way my dad as he puts it booker no learned the ropes at the distillery by quote tagging along with his grandfather and my great-grandfather jim beam growing up the distillery was like dad's playground he loved spending time with his grandfather Every, and everyone else who worked there asking questions and expanding his knowledge. That's ultimately how he developed his curiosity and passion for whiskey and is how he became such a talented master distiller. Um, the Let's see. The badge is made up of barrels from three production dates that were aged in six different rack locations. The breakdown of the barrel storage for Booker's Tagalong batch is as follows. 4%, 4% from the third floor of seven-story warehouse five, 3% from fourth of uh, the seven-story warehouse X, 13% from the fifth floor of nine-story warehouse D, 33% from the sixth floor of nine-story warehouse H, 40% from the seventh floor of nine-story warehouse H, and 7% came from the fifth floor of the seven-story warehouse Z. So quite a story on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's good to see that they like want to document and create that story for us as a consumer to exhibit yeah. you know so it's where this came from right so it's very pricey when you buy one of these but it gives you a whole it gives you a nice little card here that shows you the whole history the proofage the age it gives you the story it tells you where exactly it all came from and of course it's a very um a very great whiskey so it, it really exactly. it really does you know it really is worth the price that you're paying yeah i think uh, with that we're ready to, to jump into the tastings i definitely am Alrighty, let's do it. Everyone, pour yourself a glass of the Booker's Tagalon batch, and we are going to go ahead and give it a taste here. Alright, folks, we got ourselves poured a glass here of the Booker's Tagalong batch. As always with our tastings, we're going to start with the nose. Ooh, ooh. Clearly higher proof than the uh, Baker's that we tried last week. I it, mean, granted, 20 proof higher, but, you know, yeah, it's, it makes itself known. It's very hot. It's a very hot whiskey. On the nose, I don't really think it t- it's that strong. I mean, compared to some of the other ones, like it's obviously yeah. it lets you know it's there, but it doesn't really jump out to me as a, almost a hundred and twenty-eight proof as much as you would think it would. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar to, in my opinion, I would equate the nose at least somewhat to you know Old Forester nineteen twenty or. Yeah. Uh, Weller Antique one hundred and seven in the fact that even though they're high higher proofs. They do not equate themselves and make themselves known as higher proofs on the nose. Right. I'm getting some oak, some leather, and a slight hint of baking spices, but very, mm-hmm. very moderate on the on, on the spices. Mm-hmm. A little, maybe some dried fruit on the nose as well. <coughs> Cheers, yeah. sir. Cheers. Now for the palate. 
It's a powerful whiskey. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting oak and dried fruit on the palate as well. Very, I'm getting very similar. Uh, I think it's it, it's pretty consistent across the nose and the palate. Similar, yeah. like I said, oak, dried fruit, dark dried dark fruit, some some leather, some baking spices as well. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. I can see why they definitely recommend, you know, neat or maybe a few drops of water or of rice because it it very much presents itself so strong that you might need those drops of water. Absolutely, it, it, it's it, it's very powerful. I think um, maybe the second strongest or like, you know the second hottest bourbon we've tasted on the podcast in fifty five, uh, fifty six episodes. Yeah, I think maybe um, Stag Junior maybe is a little a little that hotter, might be the strongest stronger. one we've tried. Yeah, and, and I think it's maybe a little bit smoother than the Stag Junior in, in my opinion. I, I I would agree with that. I think it's definitely smoother in some regards. I'm than getting Stag Junior. I'm getting that typical beam nuttiness in the finish, uh, but not so yep. much in the nodes or the, or the palate really. But the finish I, is very very long. I would say. Yeah, the finish is very long, and is very reminiscent of a beam finish. Absolutely, but a little bit stronger and a little bit more expanded palate. On it yeah, we hi- we highly recommend. Uh, maybe depending on how how we're doing, um, I'm hoping to, to lock down a new job here soon. Hopefully, maybe we'll be able to to throw out another this ninety is a special or so. Occasion bourbon. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll I'll be able to throw out another ninety or so here in the near future. You know, sometime in 2021, and grab another one of the bookers, and we'll we'll do another like a bookers 2.0 or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm. Honestly, it's grown on me. The first time I tasted yeah. it, I was like, whew, man. Um, I think, yeah, I actually, I had Sarah try it at one point, and I handed her a bottle of water as I handed her the whiskey. And she and, and she goes, you know. She I, was struggling I, to finish she's, it down. She's like, I've tasted all of your, you know, every whiskey you've ever had, I've tasted. So why are you handing me, and you've never handed me a bottle of water before. I'm like, Tr- trust me. And she tasted it, and whew, she was like, you're, you're, you're right. I needed, I needed that. She was, it's, it's yeah. very, uh, it's very powerful. Yeah, it's. It is at this proofage, at least, it's an acquired taste to be able to taste it without water in some fashion. 100%. If you're one of those people who thinks, oh, you know what, I'm feeling a little sick, I maybe have a little illness coming on, I want to <clears throat> take a shot of whiskey to, to, to tamp it down, this might be your go to. <laughs> Yeah. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, listen to every episode, and share every episode of The Still Discussions. We really do appreciate your support. We love you guys. Make sure you go out there. You have a great week. Yeah, do something great. Pour yourself another whiskey in the process. And don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.